0: Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Roth's Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las
1: Vegas with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Hi, this is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're here today on the podcast, so welcome, welcome. How you doing, today? I am fabulous. Um, this is the first day in two hundred days we broke a record uh, of no rain, and today it rained. Today, so I know we a, got instant, a sign. Yes, instant
0: okay. winter in Las Vegas. <laughs> no kidding. Somebody flipped a
1: switch. Yeah, it's like you get two weeks on either end of like really nice weather, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and people are like, wow, isn't this great? I'm like, well, if this, this looks every day, it would be San Diego, and everybody would want to lose right. One, right? Exactly. So yes, yeah, so it's either 120 degrees uh, and a dry heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or uh, or it's like winter, yeah. So yeah, there's there's no kind of in between. What about two weeks?
0: Yeah, in between. Yeah, I know. I, I always say that. I was telling my wife that I'm like, yeah, we get about oh you know winter lasts for what three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, how it works.
1: And by and by winter, all my East Coast friends are like, really? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. They're like, are you shoveling <laughs> snow yet? <laughs> uh, no.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'll get. I'll get plenty of. Yeah, uh, email about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about um, today's subject, which is, um, well, there's a couple of different subjects, but um, eyelid surgery. So, yeah. What's that's the been, technical name for that's, that?
1: That's been more and more popular since everybody was wearing masks. Uh, which, uh, is, right. which is you know, Which is <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, that and uh, Latisse, which grows out eyelashes. And so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, facelifts still aren't down, though. So, uh, what, what can I say? No, the the technical word is uh, bleph- <laughs> blepharoplasty, a okay. uh, plasty to shape or form. I was going to try to say
0: that, but that wasn't going to be successful. That's it uh, is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had been fine So you go back To all of your You know Latin uh, Class that you Okay uh, Yeah So basically It's um, basically Upper and lower Eyelid surgery And I think It can be a really Powerful operation uh, For a lot of folks Usually uh, Folks come in About uh, 40s For blepharoplasty And then 50 60 for uh, a Facelift Necklift uh, Women usually Come in earlier Because women uh, Typically uh, wear makeup And they start Banging their makeup Into their upper lid mm. And they're like mm-hmm. This is kind of Getting ridiculous right. uh, And then Men come in about eh, ten years afterwards because they can't see the golf ball anymore. Uh, oh, interesting! They hit the golf ball. Sure. Um, but uh, upper and lower lid surgery, I think, it can really freshen up uh, a face. And because lots of people have really nice eyes, but then they have these curtains uh, on top of them. And so we kind of take the curtains back. Or if you have uh, bags as well, we kind of freshen that up. And I think it can really, really make a, a nice difference.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the eyes, are the, as I say, the eyes are the window to the soul. Yes. And like you said, I mentioned, actually, even with the mask thing, it does actually really draw way more focus to your to your eyes. Or... Abs-
1: absolutely. And so uh, people really like the surgery. And, and as a plastic surgeon, you like doing the surgery. Because one, it's a surgery that you can see a difference right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two is, is because as plastic surgeons, we still make incisions. And the We still leave scars. Sure. But we try to hide them in uh, lines that people have or transition zones or that sort of thing. And this one really lends itself to it because uh, people have little wrinkles and crinkles, little crow's feet and usually we can get it to kind of hide right in that crow's foot and it's really, really nice as far as that goes.
0: Um, And typically like would those kind of patients, would those also be candidates? uh, Would you start out with even say Botox?
1: Well yeah, so Botox is a little bit different. Botox is basically for wrinkles and crinkles that are between the eyes, the forehead and the crow's feet. Sure. Uh, So as far as blepharoplasty or eyelid surgery Goes especially upper lid surgery. uh, You see that there is extra skin there, and uh, the Botox isn't going to be helpful for taking it right because doesn't it just mm -hmm.
0: doesn't do anything for that right
1: right. right. So again, it's the right tool for the tool uh, toolbox right. So uh, in that particular case, uh, the blepharoplasty is nice because you actually attack what's wrong, which is the extra skin, and Mm -hmm. while you're there. Um, basically, you're usually able to take down some of the extra fat as well. Sure. Uh, and so uh, while we're there, upper lid surgery, uh, we make our incision, we get down to the muscle. Uh, we Some guys will just burn right through it. I tend to try to separate it out a little bit, so a little less traumatic. Mm-hmm. And then you go ahead and get down to the fat pockets. And you don't want to take all the fat out because then they look really gaunt. And you don't want that. Right. Uh, so again, there's where the art and the science kind of come together. Yeah. And so basically, you take out the extra fat, and then I put a couple stitches in to line everything up. Uh, and then uh, you go ahead and, and put the skin back together again. Now, the that kind of lends itself to the lower lid surgery. Now, lower lid surgery is a little bit more peculiar because uh, what you don't want is the lower lid to kind of hang down like a hammock. That's right. called a tropion, which is not fun and it's kind of hard to fix. And uh, so <clears throat> for me, uh, again I'm conservative by nature is is what I do and this was taught to me by Dr. Rosenfield who I think learned it from Dr. Uh, Gild- uh, Gradinger at UCSF is what's called a pinch blepharoplasty what I mean by that is you go ahead and with the forceps you go ahead and pinch the uh, right amount of tissue underneath the, the skin underneath the lid that way you know that the, when you cut that off those two edges are going to be kissing each other on no tension right, right? so that's number one uh, number two is, is now if you go after fat in the lower lid, and some people need it, and some people don't. What I do is it's what's called a transconjunctival approach. Okay, what that is is is, is again while you're asleep, uh, we pull the the lids down, kind of like you're scaring the girls in the third grade, right? Okay, and <laughs> sure. that area that you see is called the conjunctiva. We make a little incision there, and we're able to get at the fat that way. And the whole idea for that is then you go ahead and you leave the muscle, the abicularis oculi, intact, like a wall. Right. So you go ahead and you're not tearing down the wall. You're not – so it's yeah, a wall. Yeah, because that's
0: a, that's a tricky part of the a face little, to work on. A little bit right? tricky. Yeah. And
1: then me, I'm a kind of a belt and suspenders kind of guy. So what I do is I do what's called a canthopexy, where – uh, I have the upper lid with an incision that's open. I have the lower lid with an incision that's open. So then what I do is I take a, a suture, a string, and I go from the upper lid incision uh, down through the little bridge of skin. And then I take a bite out of the canthus, which is kind of the hard part of the lower lid. And then I bring it back up through the tunnel from which it came. And then I tie it to something solid. In this particular case, it would be the... Um, it's called the periosteum, which covers the bone uh, over on the lateral uh, so the side, side. of the corner. Right? Yeah, uh, of, um, uh, with the bone. And hmm. that's solid. Now, that's not going anywhere. Sure. And so for that, then you really have a, coli- a solid construct uh, that you really can kind of hang your hat on as far as not... Uh, having the lid go down where you don't want it. So so yeah. in our experience, we really kind of go overboard a little bit, if you want to call it that, although most guys do it nowadays, to get uppers and lowers, usually done at the same time, and then usually with natural results, not crazy results, right. and then usually with a construct that uh, I think is really safe. and it's. Going yeah, it's
0: once. almost like I would, I mean, I don't know. We In Las Vegas, um, we have a lot of people here that... I shouldn't say a lot, but you see some people that maybe are overdone, or you'll see that in certain places. And I think with something like that, you have to be really particularly careful about about the well. Part also to the mechanics of the eye closing sure. properly, right? No, sure. Yeah. So
1: yeah, and there's a thing called lagophthalmos, which is a big fancy medical word for can't close your eye, okay? right? Exactly. Uh, and you don't you want to have have people have dry eye. You don't want to go ahead and leave them short. Yeah. Uh, and and there are nuances. For example, as you've uh, Already picked out is especially the Asian eye, right? And that's a, that's a whole that, books are written about the Asian eyelid as opposed to right. the uh, Caucasian eyelid. Um, a- again, usually there's a distance between the crease and the crease is where the little hook, the levita palpebrae, which is the muscle that kind of opens your eyelid, uh, is. And so in Caucasians it's about uh, ten millimeters away from the edge, in Asian folks it's usually about six millimeters away from the edge. So you got to be cognizant of that. Sure. Uh, one, and then two is some Asian folks want the double lid surgery to put a, a crease in there. So and when I was uh, coming through UCSF, I was doing my plastics there. One of my professors is Isashima, who is fabulous. Uh, he's one of those guys as a. As a surgeon, you really don't, I mean, you like watching people do stuff, but you'd rather do it yourself, right? Sure, yeah. It's kind of like watching Michael ja- uh, Michael Jordan playing basketball, you know, <laughs> or, or, or you know, LeBron James, or yeah. Kareem, or something like Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, but you want to get out and play yourself. Right. So the, he was one of the guys, and, and I've been blessed by a lot of guys that I enjoy watching, but he is really one of the top guys, hands-wise, I've ever seen. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he's a and so we had a long time. Uh, discussion about the Caucasian eyelid versus the Asian eyelid because in, in San Francisco, one third of the town's Asian. Right. And you don't want to westernize the eye. You know, we talk about the Hoppe look, which is Keanu Reeves, that sort of thing. Mm. But he actually sent me down to Chinatown in San Francisco and he says says, Jeffrey go down to Chinatown go to the elementary school there and look at the kids on the schoolyard I'm like okay he says (laughs) they typically have a little bit of what he called the happy roll which is the again a little extra muscle in the lower lid he says now you don't want to violate that you don't want to westernize the eye so he really gave me a lot of particulars uh, about that and so you just again like anything else you have to be careful
0: it's an interesting subject about that actually the westernized eye because we lived in me and my wife lived in Tokyo when I was with Cirque du Soleil And a very popular surgery, and I don't know if you've come across this, was actually, um, I I don't know if you'd say widening the eye, but basically (laughs) westernizing the eye because in the Japanese culture, many people consider that, um, I guess, appealing. I don't know. You know, I don't yes. know what exactly the term would be for that. But. Yes, and,
1: and basically you can uh, do that. I think that's very popular in South Korea uh, sure, right yeah. now, and South Korea is a, is a huge hub for plastic surgery. In fact, it's it, it's funny; it's it's almost getting to be a running joke. And as much as the uh, the, the beauty contestant uh, winners down for you know Miss. South Korea uh, all kind of look the same uh, because they have that same parameter of widened eyes and uh, right. refined nose, et cetera. Et cetera right. There's a certain
0: thing about what's yes. considered beautiful mm-hmm, that they're
1: kind of looking at. Right. So, and, and again, that's it's a little bit different as per culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point that you were making before earlier is you don't, in, in my opinion, you don't want to look overdone per se, right? right? Sure. Uh, so you go, <clears throat> you go to some places like L.A. Beverly Hills, especially, and some people are walking around uh, and they're like they. They just look overdone. Uh, yeah, it's
0: tricky, right? Because I mean, and also too, there's there's the aspect of people sort of getting addicted to having plastic surgery. Sure, so and, it, and it's tricky sort of, as a doctor, probably, because you yes, come up against that, right? Yes,
1: there, there's enthusiasm. Again, Doctor Gradinger, Tommy. There are enthusiasts, and then there are nuts. Yeah. Uh, and so, enthusiasts are okay uh, because they listen, and they're like, okay, well, this is yes and no, and And et some people
0: are in are in businesses where that becomes critical. It's yeah, it's we for, see them, for their image. And yes, all that, right? we,
1: we see a lot of show people. We are we're in Las Vegas. Right. We see a lot of uh, anchor women mm. uh, because HDTV is killing them. At one and everybody's got a seventy-two inch screen now. That's a funny. Two. It's funny
0: you mentioned that because yeah. I'm you know I'm also a Getty Images photographer, and I was talking to a friend of mine because actually the cameras have gotten so much better. Oh yeah, that you can literally see every individual pore on people's faces. Oh yeah, which is in a way great, but but in a way. it Creates that problem, where they have a feel the pressure to actually look perfect on camera, right? right.
1: So, are, so are you Vaselineing the lens like in the old <laughs> uh, old school? Well, or, that's uh...
0: that's where the Photoshop comes uh, in. The, oh, is that exactly, the magic? But, uh, yes. but, but but you know, I, a I mean, digital I, plastic yeah, I, mean yes. I deal with models. Uh, one of the one of the ladies I shot with, um, um, Kathy um, Ireland, actually, it's something I really like about actually Kathy is she has a very natural look, yeah, um, and she doesn't really she's not really that concerned about those issues as much but she's still you know a beautiful woman but i think that that overdone part is something i'm sure you deal with a lot
1: oh sure so yeah i have the island uh, one people tell me she's a sweetheart and two she's gorgeous she's the nicest yeah, lady gorgeous yeah. so and yeah and, and so it's though that is what you're going for and, and then again i'm the guy that takes the punch bowl away at the party uh i'm the guy that says no uh <laughs> right. and people go down the street but you need that right right and, and what people go, yeah people go down the and some people actually say well no i come to you so that you Tell me, you know, uh, yes or no or or whatever, Um, because some guys are more aggressive than I am and they'll go ahead and do stuff and and they get good results, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, uh, I the aesthetic you choose for me is usually more natural, not. Uh, like you got out of a wind tunnel, not windblown. Right. Now, there are some folks that choose a different aesthetic. For example, especially when we talk about less faced up, but le- uh, but more breast dogs, right? If somebody is a tiny gal and would we'll be great with the C, but hey, doc, you know, I'm in the industry and I want to be a double D and da, da, da. Sure. You have that mm-hmm. conversation and yeah. you say, okay. Well, this is the this is the aesthetic now if you want to change the aesthetic to a different one that's okay right. but here's the pluses and minuses because yeah, everybodys I
0: mean that's such an individual choice right,
1: right? and that's fine you yeah. know especially but as long as everybody knows what they're getting themselves into mm-hmm. etc uh, then you know, that's fine then okay now we're changing the aesthetic
0: we're making that so a what choice. would be a um, what would be a typical age for a patient looking to do the eyelid yeah so sugars?
1: typically blepharoplasty, most uh, females usually 40 uh, 50 okay. um, and most fellas uh, usually 50s and up later yeah. uh, right and again like you says it depends if their face is always in the limelight if they're uh, entertainers if they're uh, anchormen yeah, we uh, talked
0: about sales salespeople, sales
1: people uh, that, that sort of thing then yes when their face is actually out there mm-hmm. and it's one place that you I think can get really refreshed with an operation that doesn't look crazy that looks freshened up and that kind of brings out something you naturally have i.e. your eyes because mm-hmm. again some folks have beautiful eyes um, but again they have all of this extra stuff uh, around them
0: sure which is sure. distracting so um as far as the freshening up on the face what would you say i mean you know we talked about actually I have a friend coming in with uh, for a consultation with you my friend kim and um uh, that you have, I know you have a mini facelift. Then you have the full, I guess, more involved facelift. What's what's the more popular out of that? I guess related to the facial. Well,
1: yeah, it all it all really depends. In, in as much as you gotta have the right tool for the job, right? So mm. basically, the step one is look at the face, read the face, etc. Okay, see what you're working with, and then second is listen. Uh, listen to the patient. Listen to what the goal is. Uh, is this, you know, a soccer mom just want to get freshened up? Is right. this an entertainer that you would know, uh, that people, you know everybody, but people would know on the uh, strip? Mm-hmm. Uh, or in la and a lot of people are coming from la to las vegas to get stuff done because so, sure. they don't want to be in the limelight etc cetera, etc cetera. so and that's been going on for uh for a while and things are a little different with the pandemic and tmz isn't popping around in corners like yeah you're it's challenging do. right now right sure. so and then and, and nobody's in production but having said all that is is um so, yeah, it, it depends. And me, I, my head works least invasive to most invasive, right? So if somebody comes in and I say, okay, so here's our face. So let's talk, okay, diet and exercise. Let's talk about staying out of the sun. Let's talk about skincare. Let's talk about hydrofacials Let's talk about uh, skincare. Let's talk about uh, skin um, uh, sunblock. So sure. let's talk about all that stuff. Okay, great. So now let's talk about stuff with... Uh, uh, PRPs. Let's talk about more things with sharp, pointy objects, okay, uh, and peels and that sort of thing. And so that's a different set. And those are great for fine lines and wrinkles, and yeah. they're great for um, continuity of the skin, and they're great for uh, age spots and that kind of thing. And then there's the stuff that I do, uh, which is uh, the Botox and the fillers. And you can be really artistic now. Some guys just like going to the operating room, and I love being in the OR. Uh, but I like doing those things, too, because I think that you can make a big difference just with... Uh, right, because it meal. all works together. Ultimately. Exactly. And then... Uh, um, and then there's surgery, of course, and it depends on what the patient needs. Whether it's a brow lift, whether it's eyes, whether it's a facelift, uh, whether it's a face and neck lift. So really, again, kind of depends on um, uh, the patient. And um, but again, oftentimes the blepharoplasty can be. Uh, go along with be complimentary to uh, the facelift neck lift right. uh, that helps now some guys will also and gals will also go ahead and do a forehead lift a brow lift along with the upper lids and again that's that can be a five-hour lecture
0: you know in of its, yeah, do, in you, of do itself. you find that when you when you do the eyelid surgery that after you do that the people go oh and I also want to do this like when they well it, sometimes yes <clears throat> and, and that I guess maybe they have some people have the checklist right yes, that, that they want to go down yes
1: and that, that <laughs> happens a lot with plastic surgery is as you go through and they're anxious blah, 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 and get them through and they like the result like oh that that wasn't so good yeah right right?" because
0: the recovery is right so you're like oh that's
1: oh okay well yeah i I always kind of wanted this or i always kind of wanted that uh so yes and then though again sometimes with recovery some people are just like oh hey i just want to do the well, uh, the eyes now, and we'll do the face and neck in, you know, three, four, five years. Okay, that's good too. What,
0: to what it. is the, um, so for the um, eyelid-related surgeries, what's the typical recovery? Like what, how yeah. does that, how does that look?
1: Sure, everybody's a months? little bit different. And again, it depends on how much uh, you're doing. For example, if you're taking out a lot of fat versus not, etc., etc. Okay, so the eyelid surgeries, typically we go, uh, we go to the operating room, we do our thing, right? Do our magic. Uh, I always see people back about day three, make sure everything looks good. Mm-hmm. Ice and elevation, by the way, let's talk a little bit about perioperative care. Because perioperative care is also important in all of these operations, okay. and especially operations on the uh, face and the head and neck, mm-hmm. eyes especially. So if I can get people to go ice uh, with frozen So peas, it's sort of the aftercare is what you're exactly you right? right? It's perioperative care, the aftercare. Mm-hmm. So if I can get them to keep their head of the bed elevated about 30 degrees, right, three pillows, and uh, or lazy bar recliner, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, ice for about a week, it's night and day the difference between people that do that and yeah, don't do that. Much less swelling. Much less, less swelling, sure. much less bruised. Much less all of it, right? Uh, and so that's you know, also important. Uh, sutures come out at about day seven, and uh, most people are kind of beat up, you know, for uh, uh, for you know a couple weeks. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I wouldn't have you know big meetings planned or big Zoom calls sure, or something right. like that uh, per se. Although Zoom, you can kind of get away with it. Are
0: most are most patients good about following your instructions for that? It, de- <laughs> that's, it depends on the day uh, oh, that okay, right. that you
1: that you ask me. By and large, yes, I I think that. Maybe because we go over things so uh, we, and some people are visual
0: learners and some people right, are sure. auditory learners. So we we, we and talk. if they've ever maybe if they've never had that type of surgery yes. before, they they yes,
1: and especially yeah. if have a girlfriend that's had it or right. whatever like that because yeah. uh, everybody's different, sure. right? And then we, we you know we give, you know, we give, uh, we give uh, lots of information uh, both in written form and we talk about it, uh, and then we also have stuff on the website. So and mm-hmm. we're always around, and that's why, you know, yeah. for us. It's always pick up the phone and call.
0: And you guys have, I mean. That's one thing I really like about your office, and I've done some some things with you. I've never done surgery, but we've done some Botox and different things. And uh, I mean, obviously, I, I love your manner and how you explain things, but also your staff um, and your brother Jack, who's actually going to be one of our guests, um, and your whole team is just just awesome people.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate, blessed actually, with the yeah. with the with the staff that I have, and we're all. I think we're all in the same boat pulling the oars in the same way, which is great. Um, yeah, it's all about the patient and yeah, because we're absolutely patient focused, patient centered. And that's, that's the bottom line. And so, yeah, no, we, we, you know, we see people uh, when we need to see them, and uh, we it, we're not the one, oh, yeah, we'll see you in three months. We're like, oh yeah, you, ha- uh, you have a problem coming in.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times too, it seems like um, just from what I know of plastic surgery and that the if there's complications, it's a lot of times it's a lack of communication. It seems oh, right? always,
1: and it's always the front. It's the front office. Uh, yeah. If you look, if you go on. Uh, you know any uh, website you know doc website and if you look at the people that are laying one or two stars on these docs right. it's 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 front it's the yeah. front office yeah. I didn't get my lamps back she didn't give me a call phone call da, 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 hmm. the girl was rude at the, at the at the at the front desk sure and and I've seen guys get clobbered because they are great surgeons and they're great people and they're and they're great doctors yeah but if the front desk is rude to you that patient never Gets to see you, and and you right. don't know that because you're in the you back. taking fine. care of patients, sure. right? right? Yeah, and and uh, thankfully now we've had some great staff. Uh, again, our, our staff. That, has been so that leaders.
0: how was that for you, as far as putting that? Because it's really a team, and people oh, think a plastic surgeon as just one person, but right. no, no, it's, it's a it's, whole team. Of it's people, it's right. a
1: very much a team, and there's like yeah. not a waiver wire or, t- or or you know deadlines or you know what. But yeah, we've had a couple doozies uh, in the in the past, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful that patients and friends uh, who come, and sometimes patients become friends oftentimes, sure. that they'll call me and they'll just go, hey, uh, you got a problem at your front desk. Yeah, you know, that's or, good though, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mm. and I thank them. I You're said, right. yeah, I look, if I have a piece of spinach in my tooth, uh, I, I want me. somebody to tell me that I have a piece of, <laughs> exactly. a piece of spinach in my tooth. Sure. So yeah, so no, 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 I've been very fortunate that mm. family or friends kind of give me a heads up awesome. uh, or, or patients. Uh, we had... We, just recently, we were having some uh, some issues with uh, uh, some of the social media stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So,
0: yeah. and, 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 and that's a, a, challenge. Actually, that's uh, interesting. We'll, we'll but, talk about that. But I
1: had we. somebody who was a consultant with another company, and she was great, but it didn't work out or whatever. So we wound up, you know, nixing the company. So here, who called me up and and said, "Hey, you, you this is an issue." So this hmm. is somebody that I technically fired uh, five years ago. Call me back and go, "Hey, um, heads up, you right. know." And so I like to think that we treat people well or as well as i as i can mm-hmm. um and i think that gives you dividends it's
0: you know the, the the well the social media aspect of uh i know doctor's practices has become well not only doctors but just every business person that's you the face of the company to the world uh, often oh yeah absolutely it I used mean, to be the tv ads and that kind of stuff it's so. it's
1: it's absolutely crazy in as much as when i to, to back to back up um In the 60s, 70s, 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 you used to get censured by the uh, medical societies if you bold printed your name in the yellow pages. Interesting. You get censured for that. Right. Okay. Forget about an ad. You just go ahead and name it. I mean, because that was
0: the medical society was very traditional. Very much right. so, so,
1: yeah. And so and then there was a guy in Philadelphia, he's passed away, and there was a guy in Philadelphia that actually took it to the Supreme Court. Can physicians advertise? Interesting. And the answer was yes, and then that just broke everything open. Okay, interesting. And uh, yeah. and so then you saw the Yellow Pages, and then you saw all the When I was in medical school, of course, none of this existed. Uh, and so maybe the yellow pages, but that was it. And you know, <laughs> we had pagers. We didn't have phones. We it, it, so <laughs> pagers. It, so so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. And yeah. so but we, none of this existed. So but sure. now, it's a cottage industry of itself, especially medical, in as much as that's where people are going to kind of see. Uh, what the offerings, and especially in plastic surgery, because it's such a visual medium, so it lends itself to it. I mean, some right. people go and photos, look a,
0: videos, a, Right, all a
1: proctologist sure. online. Not a lot of photos and videos <laughs> on the proctologist as it should site. be uh, site, <laughs> but. I say that now and who knows, like two weeks, whatever, it'll be spinning in from the side. But anyhow, um, but yeah, but now you go to the plastic surgery meetings and there's, 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 no kidding, two dozen outfits that, one, guarantee that you're going to be the first on Google. Yeah, okay, fine. And then two is, is let me build your website doc and, oh, let me take care of your social media doc. And and that's fine, except that uh, is... Uh, You you, got to back it up in science, and you got to back it up in taking care of patients, and you got to back it up because there's some guys and gals that are masquerading as plastic surgeons. We talked about that before, but they have great websites and great social media, and they're driving people to them. And then the opposite, again, Dr. Rosenfeld, who's uh, one of my professors, he actually has the lecture of forget your social media, forget your websites. Here's a one: do really good work. Yeah,
0: a, 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 I mean, and, ultimately, and do that, in a way, so. ultimately, that's true. But right. it's it's so tricky because I mean, it is a business. You you definitely need to have new clients, um, and I know you're you're actually very hands on with your social media.
1: Right. If you ask my wife, I spend way too much time <laughs> on it. Uh, yes, and yeah. so and again, I am always. Uh, it, it bothers me to let go of things and again that's kind of an issue uh with me i micromanage uh in as in as much as and we've been hurt a couple times before with oh okay we'll go ahead and run my instagram and you're like oh my god right. uh I guess so that means it directly represents you it does yeah. and, and so people like oh and actually people that know me say well i can tell which one you write and which one you don't because you can hear your voice and, and people people can yeah. do that so we like to think that if you come to our social media or our website or whatever, hopefully there's some education there. It's not just, you know, s- you know, spinning plates well, that's and actually, And
0: that's, you know, that you mentioned that. And I think a lot of people, um, it's so important. Like we talked about the board certified plastic surgeon versus the non-board certified. A lot of people don't know the difference. Right. And, and it's important. I mean, that's a great tool, a teaching tool. Right. Um, and Which is how you use that. Right. Which I think is great. I, I,
1: I like to think that. Yeah. I, I like to think that people it can come and they can get educated. And again, we have cartoons on the site. We have videos on the site. We have words on the site. We have... A, so however you like to pick up your information, yeah. uh, we do that. And yeah. uh, and so we that's kind of our cornerstone of people getting out there and kind of knowing us. Okay. Uh, and I I'd like to think that I mean that website's been up for seventeen years now. Right. And you actually uh, you just refresh. We your, just refreshed a new website. We, really. we we gave it a facelift, right? <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh-huh. Well, uh, not uh, Botox. We went the full. We
1: went the full. Yeah, full on The face full Monty. Full, yes, full on. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was, no kidding. That was a full face, neck, mommy uh, makeover, a yeah. whole enchilada. That's, so, and
0: it's complicated, right? Because no all the information has to be right. It has to be. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, and then, and then you start delving into stuff. And again, we've had stuff on there that's been on there for 15 years. I'm like, oh, I got to refresh this because, sure. you know, we do things differently. Because things now.
0: update, yeah. techniques update. Yep, yep, yep.
1: So yeah. That, was, uh, that was a good learning experience for me to go back into the archives and dust them off a little and go. Oh, hey, yeah, no, we do it different. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the the scientific principle is the same, but sometimes we use things a little bit different now. And again, that's the,
0: that's the face of your practice right. that directly represents you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so, and again, I have folks that will call me up and go, "Hey, you dropped a comma." Uh, or, you no, know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure, or sure. So, you know, yeah. they're from and form you know. Well, yeah. And, and we actually,
0: that. I mean, I was talking to uh, your office manager about that I and mean, with the website stuff. And I mean, obviously, plastic surgery or doctors' websites are very specific. There's very specific parameters that have to be there correctly. Right. And if you have things, even simple things like spelling and grammar things, peep, that does reflect on.
1: Right. Because I'm supposed to be a perfectionist, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. And I'm going to be wielding yeah. a knife. And guys, yeah, you know, that's an I, important
0: subject if, for for doctors. Yes, right? and if
1: I have a dangling particle somewhere, that that that's <laughs> that can be a distraction. So, yeah. uh, so that's you know, that that's obviously, uh, step one. And then, um, yeah, and it, it, how do you come off? And the other thing too, there's certain parameters uh, from the plastic surgery side that you can't put on your weapon. You can't put best. Uh, it right. came up only or best or you can be one of the But you, mm-hmm. you, so again you gotta not be cheesy you can't yeah. be braggadocious you can't be madman mad, mad months
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's tricky because you, you do see that and I mean I guess maybe uh, not to pick on attorneys, but attorneys maybe are maybe some of the biggest offenders of that. Well, yeah. So it, it's so
1: tricky, right? It's it, it is it is tri- it's a it's a tricky play. We've actually learned a few things from the attorneys and advertising okay. and stuff like that. In as much as is most folks will go ahead and put their picture in their ad or whatever, mm-hmm. and we learned that we learn that from the attorney folks, right? Um, uh, because they actually want to see somebody when they walk. They want you, to they feel again. the
0: connection. Yeah,
1: that, uh, yeah. So that that was that was interesting. And some of my old school attorney friends. Um, they lament the fact that uh, they said, you know, I never, ever thought that advertising for attorneys would be a good thing.
0: Yeah. This is
1: because I never thought anybody would go and to an is attorney a bit of a mixed bag. that would yeah. advertise. And he said, I was so... Wrong, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and because you can, I guess, do it in a way that you don't come off cheesy, uh, but you still be able to educate and get your message out. So, but, right. but it's, it's a whole new world. Again, thirty years ago, this wouldn't have been a conversation because, again, you would you've been in, you would have been censured for trying to stay stick out of the pack.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's tricky, and I, I think that, that I mean, I'm sure, I would imagine. And uh, like you said, some of the symposiums and the meetings that you guys have, that that's become a bigger subject, right? Oh, the social media aspect. Oh,
1: absolutely. They, they have symposiums on that, it, right, Not just sure. people that are selling you stuff over for business uh, in the and for public. doctors. And oh, for the mobile. whole thing. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, it, it's it's become a cottage industry. It's become a major industry where millions of yeah. dollars are being uh, spent on that, um, and whether you're looking at. Um, a place that rates doctors or a place that, mm-hmm. uh, that correlates uh, doctors' addresses or anything. And yeah. then industry has it, whether you're looking for Botox. You go to the Botox site, to find-a-doc. Uh, the plastic surgery societies actually have a find the doc and that's a good place to start looking for I was
0: going to say, so what, what, would, what would you suggest to people, yeah. to listeners? Like, what's the best resource for that? Sure. Well, one call my office. No, I'm kidding. So, uh, <laughs> well, so that's, no, that's actually. So
1: that's so that's what. No, and and I, I say that sort of facetiously before. Not for for example, if you're in Los, if you're in the sound of my voice, if you're in Las Vegas and uh, like cleft lips and palates, right? Right i don't do those where do i send those to university there's right. a guy by, uh, down there by dr Menzies, and, mm-hmm. and and he's trained to go he does a, and lot, they of do them, a lot of them and right. they do it really well and so and they have pediatric anesthesia and they have pediatric uh, orthodontia and they have speech pathology and it's yeah. a team and they do great work and i learned that at ucsf they had a spectacular team uh, up there and they got spectacular results one is because uh dr Hoffman was doing it and he was he's Phenomenal, but but two is because they had so much perioperative aftercare that these mm-hmm. kids, you got the PPP right, and the that is a, right. whole, and it's, a, it's whole a whole a different thing. Right? So yeah. again, I, I'm not offended yeah. by saying, hey, I don't do that, but he's better at that than I am. When you, go when you first
0: started with the idea of wanting to be a plastic surgeon, were you thinking, oh, I can do a, I can do a wide variety, or did you of just course. did you sort of learn quickly that you wanted to specialize? Nah,
1: of course. Basically, when you're a resident, you want to do every case, right? You yeah. want you want to. Uh, you want to do cleft clefts and palates. You want to go ahead and take tissue from one area and put it on on, on somewhere else. You want to do the pretty stuff. You wanted to put fingers back on, and you want, to, burn, so you want to do burns. You want to do. And all,
0: you actually did lock, and it's, all that and I, for a while. There,
1: I was, yeah. So, yeah. And, and then things evolve, uh, and you wind up you know, kind of going one way or another. But mm-hmm. there are still some uh, folks that do do a lot of that. They do a lot of reconstruction, swinging flaps, doing hand, uh, as well as some of the uh, aesthetic stuff. Uh, my Practice uh, kind of uh, morphed itself into an aesthetic practice, etc. Sure.
0: Um, you know. And your patients sort of. Dictate, I guess a little bit of that, right?
1: Yes. Uh, So, and it's funny because usually you get patients about your age. So, in other words, when you very first start, it's a lot of breast dogs, you know, that that kind of thing.
0: And then, and also regionally, like we're we're in Las Vegas, so there's going to be certain things that are going to be.
1: Right. And then, uh, and then it goes, and then they have babies and stuff, and then it's breast dog with lift, right? uh, And then it's tummy tucks and mommy makeovers, and then you start getting into um, uh, eyelid lifts and facelift lifts and everything as as things go along. But having said that, is but. But I get I get it all uh, yeah. as as far as that that kind of stuff goes, right? They're so really,
0: the strictly cosmetic. Um, so tell me, it's like Las Vegas. We've talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, it's, it's this town has changed so much. I've been here since 1988. Right. I kind of caught the best of some things, and yes. the, the ending of some other things that weren't awesome. <laughs> right. I guess. Uh, and it was actually when I moved here, it was still felt really like a small town.
1: oh very much. So, in, well, yeah, in the 80s, uh, basically, where you were here, probably about 300, 350,000 exactly. uh, people Perfect. in yep. town. And uh, there was
0: no traffic on the freeways until the, the weekends. No, <laughs> during,
1: during the week, there was no traffic It, at was, all. it was great. But again, yeah, yeah, there was no 215. You couldn't drive exactly. underneath the airport. Right. There, it, was, it was a whole different thing. Uh, Eastern was the easternmost street. Uh, yeah. I just Yeah, it, yeah, yeah we saw all the
0: other classic casinos. Uh, yeah, and
1: there was, uh, casinos. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was one place. And then the strip has changed. I mean, uh, over the years, and and you go back into the photos and stuff. And it's it's yeah. it's terrific. And there was one place that we used to uh, go uh, was the old Wet and Wild, which <laughs> Wet and wild. Wet wild, which so, there's explain, there's, explain, a new, yeah. there's a new one now. It's a water park for those you sure. that don't uh, live in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. So it's a water park, and they had this big, huge, ridiculous. I think it was a hundred stories high. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Uh, called the uh, 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 Derstuka,
0: and <laughs> Der Stuka. and that was, yeah, yeah, those,
1: that was one of those. That uh, was one of those things that. Uh, you know, well, if you t- the original
0: one on the strip, it was that's, on the strip, it okay, was
1: just true. south, it was right next to the Sahara Hotel. Yeah, it was that, like right, right north, main. main part In of fact, well, the thing was, is that was their official time, is basically, is, is what time is it? And they would look up at the is, am I late? I don't look up at the, at the <laughs> start at, at the Sahara side. That yeah. was their official time, uh, because yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Um, and you know, time and tap, it would go back and forth, back and forth on top yeah. of the Sahara. And yeah. uh, first of all, it, 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 the 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 stuka thing was is if you were a kid, it, it, you had to get muscle up all of your energy and all of your strength and all of it like to to make that climb up there to go ahead and go down the big and, <laughs> to and get your your, 30 to, seconds your nerve up <laughs> right to get <laughs> right so and then you ah like, oh, I want to have Dr. stuka. no way yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. so you had all that kind of stu- uh, stuff going so that was a lot of fun the uh, the people that worked there were gorgeous i mean they were right. just it was preposterous so i don't know i just yeah you know, it, was, it was and the
0: funny thing is in ridiculous. las vegas i mean it could be 115 on the strip right
1: yeah. oh yeah so even though you're
0: in the water it's still still hot <laughs> so yeah so it, was, it was hot
1: and then you yeah, had and uh uh, so obviously that didn't work there. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it was it was just a lot of fun. And then you'd have That's the lazy fun. river and so this it had all this current they'd just yeah. kinda hang out in and all different things for different folks. And so that property was supposed to turn into Depending on, on who it was, is is the big Ferris wheel that we have now. Right. That uh, originally was supposed to a high roller. To, right. Yeah. That was originally supposed to be there. And then it was supposed oh, to be at the Rio. And then it was supposed to be over by Manalay Bay, yeah. which didn't happen. And so it finally wound up over where, where the link is. And then it was there was supposed to be a um uh, a 18,000 uh, seat arena oh. that was going to go ahead and, and get put over there and that didn't and that didn't uh, happen right. so that property has kind of seen its way through a few uh, a few Different intimation. And what's
0: crazy now is, I mean, because back then, um, professional sports, and we talked a little bit about that before, but professional sports, there was no professional sports team right. here. Yeah, so everybody here, I were, guess, because of the gambling, it was always yeah. an issue. right? Well, yes,
1: because every every here root for the, you know, basically the LA teams, the Dodgers, the Rams, and you would sure. listen to Vince Scully, and you would listen to all that kind of. Yeah. Forever, uh, the leagues didn't want uh, to have anything to do with Las Vegas because mm-hmm. they thought it was unseemly, or they thought that that you can have a. Some influence but Oakland, uh, on, the, was fine. on the games, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, and, right. And then and, uh, games. In fact, you, forever you couldn't bet on UNLV Rebel games. Right. There was a big X yeah. uh, through there because they thought that that would be too close, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't sure. even want to. They didn't even want to put a line out uh, on yeah. that. So, and that was for years and years and years. And then the the leagues figured out that one we have gaming control and that this is a business and this is our right. livelihood and there's no more wise guys you know anymore stuff that. Yeah. so <laughs> that'll, that'll, that's my line that's i'm sticking exactly to it okay, okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah so uh well, and, and clearly not like you know exactly. well, well, yeah, with of the, the stars and all those guys but anyway so having said that uh so yeah, the, and what happened was is we look at that we Las Vegas look at that like the stock market does, okay? And these guys, if you go into a you know a, a gambler, it, it looks like you know the freaking stock market, right? Uh, and because they're looking for any little itty bitty thing, and so actually it, there's a couple of stories now when a certain league or two got in, was like, man, that's kind of weird. They call Las Vegas, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, we've known that about that for about four months now." And they're like, <laughs> exactly. well, "What, what, what, right, And they and sure. they say, "Well, yeah, no, you know, this referee calls it this way or mm-hmm. this guy, you know, shades point." And they went, "Oh, oh, so you guys are taking this serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah this is millions of dollars." You have to. Yeah, and for so sure. they've realized that, and now we've seen more partnerships, and now we have a WNBA team, and we had, uh, and we have, have the Raiders, and we have and we have the the yeah. Raiders, and we have uh, and we have the Golden Knights, yep. and we have all Of that stuff now, it's which, funny because
0: that's actually that's all happened really quickly, yeah. So, I really. mean, we
1: had the rebels for forever, and again, right. we won the, the championship in 1990, etc. Yeah, etc. All, all of it, yeah. and uh, and that was a big deal, too, because of course, uh, the powers that be at that time, uh, at um, NCAA, it didn't the last thing they wanted was this crazy team coming out of uh, Las Vegas <laughs> of so all places, yeah. can you stand it? Uh, yeah. and, and actually, oh, I don't know, winning, uh, right. and all that. So, so that was a whole you know, big thing. So, now I, I think with the corporatization of, uh, of Las Vegas and the recognition that yes this actually is a real uh, state and city and we actually do have mechanisms of control it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a whole different thing well, also, and you have more buy-in from uh, Wall Street and you have mm-hmm. buy-in from corporatizations yep. that, that actually yeah you have those companies
0: are major global yeah, companies y- exactly
1: yeah you, ha- you have a, your quarterly phone call and you mm-hmm. go ahead and you file publicly and you yeah. do all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah it's not you know some guy in a back room you know calling shots or running things
0: what um i mean so i know that um you obviously do a lot with top-ranked boxing um and we're gonna down the road we're gonna have some of those uh people with us as guests i think um but uh what gets you excited about that? Like, I, I know you're you're a sports fan. Sure. Um, well,
1: yeah. And then, again, growing up in Las Vegas, we were always... Yeah, we kind of uh, couldn't
0: get away from it, right?
1: Boxing the fans boxing, and sports yeah. fans. But then they would go ahead and do stuff like have F1 uh, racing in the parking lot at Caesars, at Caesar's right. Palace, right out of nowhere. They would go ahead and have the Alan King Tennis Classic, where you had all mm-hmm. the celebrities and pros and everything else like that at uh, Caesars, which was great. You would go ahead and have uh, Fire and Ice in the Desert, where they would actually, in the middle of the desert, you would have... Um, I well, like the uh, not the ice capades, but you would have uh, Olympians come out and and do their thing. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, yeah, if you can dream it, you can do it. And Las Vegas mm-hmm. really is and what is and was the place to go ahead and do exactly that. Well, kind of what like they
0: say, the biggest little city, right? That's it's actually really when you live here, you really get that sense. It's I remember going actually my first time to New York, going to Manhattan, and you sort of had a sense like that's the center of the world in a way. Sure. And then for Las Vegas with entertainment, even with what with the plastic surgery kind of practice um, situation, like it just seems like, you know, it's just grown so much, right?
1: Sure. And then, and well, even the medical community, we talked about this a, a bit earlier in Las Vegas. Uh, there are people flying into Las Vegas for medical care now.
0: Right, medical tourism.
1: Uh, there's medical tourism. Uh, and so usually medical tourism means I'm going to go to a third world nation and, and get it done cheaper, okay, and that kind right. of thing. And there's some great... um Surgeons and there's some great medicine people all over the world, you just have to be really, really high in the I think
0: selective. it, it seems, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Brazil is actually sort of considered a capital for Bra-
1: that. Uh, Brazil is big. Is, is for plastic big. surgery. Yeah, so for yeah. plastic surgery, Brazil is big. South Korea, we talked about, okay. is big. Uh, there are other places. Some folks, some folks that were really in the mainstream here in um, – the United States is go, are going to the Arab States, uh, and oh, they're, be, they're being okay. taken, uh, over there to Abu Dhabi yeah. or to uh, different places. Dubai, places, Dubai right. Sure. Um, that, that they're doing that because there's a demand. Yeah, and D- and Dubai is well. sort
0: of known for the beautiful people crowd too. Right? Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. it, and yeah, Dubai is, is a whole another subject for another day. But, um, but yeah, so there's that sort of thing going on, uh, now. Um, but uh, all of it all of it I think is really really interesting
0: yeah it's it's fascinating and it's interesting that it keeps growing I mean uh, th- what do you see the future for plastic surgery What what's the things sort of the cutting edge that's on the horizon
1: sure so cutting edge I see what you did there yeah. okay so uh, pardon yeah, my pun so that's yeah. right so well I, like it says is a, a, again I'm Reference Dr. Gradinger, who told me, he says, you know, Jeffrey, if you if you get bored in plastic surgery, uh, you're not reading enough, mm-hmm. uh, because there's always something new. I mean, for, forget about microsurgery and they're and they're pushing the envelope with that, and forget about cleft lips and palates, and forget about burns, forget about all of that. i was going to suggest in aesthetic surgery. Uh, 15 years ago, we just the injectables. We were in, injecting uh, collagen and Zyplast and Zyder, mm-hmm. which was great for what it was in the time, and, yeah. then, and then, it worked, right, but right. And then, and so now we have all of these things that that we that we use, uh, to fill faces and move things around. Uh, there is Botox. They're working on a longer acting Botox now. Yeah.
0: Uh, what's, what's the typical, uh, for people that don't know, what's the typical length of effectiveness for Botox?
1: Yeah. So usually it starts working about four days. So you don't run home and go, Hey, um, yeah. uh, usually it really kind of is what it is at about two weeks. And then it usually lasts for about four months. Now, okay. my, so I'm
0: actually due, I'm due for a tune up.
1: So there you go. So that's right. Bing, <laughs> bing.
0: Uh, good for
1: another 3000. That's as right. Or, yeah. Yes. Bing. Um, so, uh, yeah, so usually about four months. Now, my hypermetabolic folks, yeah. the folks that are in the gym all the time, they tend to go through it a little bit faster. Sure. Or my very expressive folks, my actresses, welcome aboard, uh, they tend to go through it a little bit faster yeah. as well.
0: So microsurgery, so what's on the what's coming up for that, do you oh, think? Oh, it's, tr- it's tremendous. I'm sure, I'm sure there's like lots of excitement. It's tremendous.
1: Uh, the, the the whole thing there is is the the vessels, because a microsurgery basically take tissue from one area to the other by, and put it on somewhere else in the body and you hook it up artery to artery and vein to vein and nerve to nerve okay and so the rate limiting step has always kind of been blood flow and uh and the ratio of tissue to blood flow, yeah. right? So healthy
0: blood flow means a good outcome, right? right.
1: So because yeah, because you don't want the flap to die on you, not having the blood flow. Obviously, okay, so yeah, that'd be bad. So having said that, is, is so now what's going on is is the vessels that you're able to sew to are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, which now opens up. Hey, I can put this piece of tissue there because before I couldn't. Make that right, little bit of vessel sure work, but now you can. Uh, and then, oh, I can put a bigger piece of tissue that I need there with a smaller vessel. And so, those those guys and gals that are doing that are just really, really pushing the envelope. And again, it's perioperative care; it's monitoring to, uh, the flap, flap selection, uh, and, uh, and and it's really incredible. And now, especially with say breast reconstruction, uh, they we have gone from uh, gee, sorry, ma'am. There's no, you know, you have a big scar. Sure. Two, uh, let's, let's do an implant. Two, let's swing some tissue and make a nice looking breast out of it. Mm-hmm. Two, let's take some tissue from one area and plug it into this area and make a really super duper looking breast yeah. out to it. So it, 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 and it just keeps going. And, and, and to your point, which you're talking breast reconstruction. I think we talked about this before is, um, we always used to put the implant uh, for breast reconstruction, underneath the muscle, right, because you had nothing mm-hmm. left there because the breast went away, yeah. uh, and so and so now they have technologically they have this acellular dermal matrix, which is basically dermis that you get off the shelf, and you can go ahead and put it there. Uh, you, you take the implant now, put it on top of the muscle, and then you put this ADM stuff on top of that, and then close the skin over that. And that was that's exciting, that right was now. that was absolutely. And we talked about that. That was absolutely a fail on the board exam. That that's sacrilegious. You would right. never do that. Yeah. And now guys are doing it and, and, and having good outcome. And they're having great outcomes. Yeah. And um, so yeah, we had talked I mean, about And again too. It's
0: really about making it what's going to be work best for the patient. So it just right. gives you another whole it's other palette to work with. Right? And
1: these guys are working uh, day and night, like is how I can make this better for the patient. Mm-hmm. How can I get somebody back to work faster? How can I go ahead and do this so that uh, the reconstruction is better? Minimal better. scarring. Uh, oh, before. the scarring thing is tr- is tremendous too because we've gone through the whole endoscopic, you know, the camera type surgery. Sure. And so the GYNs actually really um, uh, led us with this and then the uh, general surgeons uh, continue to lead us uh, with uh, this and the vascular guys, etc., And then the... Um, and then the plastic surgeons also, uh, we've done stuff with facelifts. We've done, um, again, Dr. Hoffman uh, and wrote a paper about this uh, a long time ago. Presented it was hemangiomas, which are these collections of blood vessels and such. Mm-hmm. Now we can do that endoscopically, which means with the oh, camera. And the and with yeah. it's, it, it's, so again, it's okay. W- here's a piece of technology that's gotten so good. Hey, how can I apply this? Right. You know, yeah. But and there's always
0: people trying to right. Pushing the envelope, yeah. but
1: you got to because especially the kid, you don't want to go ahead and make a, a big scar in the kid. So if you make a little sure. scar in the kid and do it with the camera and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. great. Absolutely. So, so as far as that stuff goes, is yeah, they're always pushing the technology for the betterment of the, the uh, mm-hmm. of the patient. Now, it has to be grounded in science and it has to be grounded in facts. Uh, so it's not just something. There's whisp-bang. a lot of
0: trials that go oh, along with those.
1: Yeah, of course. Having yeah. done research and everything else. Oh yeah, lots of stuff hits the cutting room floor, gets tossed in the, uh, sure. in, the in the garbage. You're like, well, okay, that didn't work. What if I do X? Yeah. Okay. Oh, now it works a little bit. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's do a little bit of X plus Y. Oh, that looks better. Yeah. So and, and so, there are guys and gals slaving away at the bench right now with test tubes and and stuff, trying to make that uh, make that happen. Well,
0: as and as it should be, right? Because you want it to be safe with the patients by the time you actually implement. Uh, oh,
1: absolutely, yeah. and, and and the best. And again, I was I was blessed to be at some really good uh, hospitals. Some, they made mistakes, and let me in. So, but some really good research <laughs> centers. That you, on one side you have uh, the the hospital, you know, which is a great hospital, and the other side you have this institution, which is great research. Okay, sure. they a, a government funding and all that kind of. And the key is 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 the bridge that attaches these two. Right. These two buildings and the places where I've been is is there's been that bridge mm-hmm. uh, where the basic science guys would show up at uh, Grand Rounds and go ahead and say hey X to Y to Z what do you think and yeah. and then guys were like oh yeah hey I have a patient that might be able because to because that's this. how I
0: mean that's really how all those procedures came about right it was it <laughs> was a process of learning and growing and
1: oh sure you know. oh yeah and, and I, I truly everybody you know has said this a thousand times before is is yeah I stand on the shoulders of giants yeah uh, sure. is. That's how I see. As far as I, I see, so so all the folks that have came before me that allow now allows me to do this stuff I I, I yeah. need to do, and so and we were instilled with this in uh, in, in medical school and in, in residencies that you have to contribute. You have to right. you, somehow you got to contribute to. I get, yeah. It's the a it's literature a global team, or you effort. have to teach, yeah. or you have to you know, do something and, and contribute. Yeah.
0: Um, so how can people reach you for consultations? What's I mean? Obviously you have the new website. So what, sure. what's the website yeah, address? So the, uh,
1: so the website, same address, a new look, same address, uh, new new you. It's uh, it's www of course, uh, J Roth MD. So that's J J R O T H M D dot com. Yeah. Uh and uh that gets us to us. And then uh yeah, and if you find typos or uh whatever, please do let, let us know or <laughs> Oh, you're gonna get <laughs> Oh hey, this doesn't work, Doc. No, 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 I'm uh, serious. Yeah, I know, uh please I know. please please. Yeah. Um and the phone number uh of course is uh 777 and uh we have uh, uh, friendly, mostly friendly staff. Uh, you know, standing, standing. <laughs> standing kidding. So they're no, very friendly. Yes, they're very friendly.
0: And uh, you also now, um, you, and just to mention, you also have Las Vegas skincare.
1: We do, and uh, we're excited about that. We have the best skin. I like to think the, the my opinion is, is because you can't say best, but we have the best skincare in the world. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. And they're they, awesome ladies. It's yeah. uh, they're terrific, and uh, and people love them. And uh, every time I go by the esthetician room, people are laughing. I'm like, is what? Huh? Let's just keep walking. <laughs> they're having too much fun. Uh, no kidding, right? Yeah, fun police comes out, um, but yeah, no, we use Environ skincare, which I love. I brought it back 17 years ago from uh, from Beverly Hills, where we, I got turned on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use it, and then we pri- we just private labeled our own sunscreen, yeah. uh, which again you can't you can't label it "world's best sunscreen," uh, although thought about that. You but can't we kind of believe it is. Yeah, but yeah. But uh, so we labeled it really great sunscreen, which yeah, that you can say, and and that, that I think works. it is. So, yeah. And, Has that and, been released yet? Uh, yes, it is. It is out there. Um, so it, just in time for the temperature to drop forty degrees, <laughs> exactly. And, and just in just time in for, for winter. Just in time for flurries. Uh, but you need
0: skincare in the winter also. You do. So. And, uh,
1: and that's to your point. Is yes, you do. Especially especially places that are sun, uh, or even clouds. On a cloudy day, you still get UV light, and so you really do need to do that. And and for skiers, and, and for you know, right, and for skiers, sure. we have tinted also in case you don't want to look like Casper the Ghost all through <laughs> winter. Uh, but for skiers, especially in, fa- in fact, Jack just brought that up. Is uh, yeah, a lot of skiers, and yes, you're, you actually are skiers in Las Vegas. You can get to ski within an hour, and really good skiing within People like two don't or know three that, hours. Right? Yeah, yeah, true. And in fact, a couple of my buddies, they'll go snow skiing in March. They'll go snow skiing on one day and water skiing on the next day. Yeah, so absolutely. that's that's one of the cool things uh, here in in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, so we have uh, our fair. share share of uh, uh skiers and people that like to get out in an outdoorsman in the yeah. wintertime so the new so product that, they that's that exciting too. yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's uh and again we can do an hour on that but I, I think it's the best thing out there and i say that based in science uh because again it's a shield it's uh, made out of uh, zinc and titanium uh it's not a sponge which is more chemical so you have again mm-hmm. less chemicals on on your body better, uh yeah. etc sure. and then and it's safe for kids uh and and so we we really like it
0: um, so we'd like to thank thank everybody for listening of course and please follow um us on our social media pages you have your own personal instagram sure
1: so we're, we're everywhere we're on uh, instagram which is las vegas plastic surgery uh or twitter uh on dr jeffrey roth or las vegas plastic surgery mm-hmm. uh, facebook uh las vegas plastic surgery um and then a youtube page uh, as well and so yeah we're we're kind of all over And the podcast uh keep growing uh we're yeah it's on, doing really well yeah we're yeah. on uh we're on uh, uh poppy and, and spotify and itunes and and where else are we um, we're Google Oop, there you go Google we're podcast. now
0: also on alexa Yep, there you go. I didn't know Alexa had podcast related content, but they evidently do. There you, there you, there you go. <laughs> and that's actually doing really well. So great. Um, yeah, thanks so much for everybody uh, joining us. And um, our new episodes will be coming out. Uh, we're shooting weekly. I think we're 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 staying with that schedule. Yep. Um, everybody's, you're a very busy guy. <laughs> no, it's, yeah,
1: but this is, but this is great, and for it's me, it's exciting. Is, yeah. It's fun, and it, it, it's fun. And, and uh, again, anybody knows me. It's all about education and getting some decent information out there, and uh, and then yeah, and getting think about getting people to think about it. And I, and I say this in the office all the time. I'd rather you spend twenty minutes with me than twenty hours on the internet.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so you know, get, get, come on in, get some good information, and uh, uh, and if you have questions, ask them. Yeah. So
0: yeah. All right. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.